Food prices in Canada are going up again, according to Canada's Food Price Report for 2022. We're joined now by Dr. Stuart Smith, the University of Saskatchewan campus lead. Unfortunately, you know, I wish we were talking about better news, but I don't think it's it'll be a huge surprise to consumers as they've noticed meat prices rising and prices of, of other products in the grocery store rising over the last six months. And so what we're estimating is that food prices will increase anywhere from 5 to 7% over the coming year. And the, the, the three leading categories are uh, going to be dairy products, bakery goods, and vegetables. What are the reasons behind the increase? There's sort of a handful of, of key ones. Um, you know, we still have some impacts from COVID affecting production and, and distribution. We've, uh, additionally, on the, on the transportation side, we've, we've had problems with the rail and, and road through the southern BC. Um, on, on the labor side of things, there's been a shortage of foreign workers capable of assisting with production and, and harvesting of fruits and vegetables. And, and also throughout North America, there's just a general shortage of, of truck drivers. So it's, there's delays in, in moving products from, from point A to point B. And inflation's now knocking on 5%. So, you know, you pull all of these factors together and it, it, it sort of wallops food prices. In terms of dollars um, for, say, a family of four, what uh, would this mean? About a $960 increase over last year. So if we look at the, the increase from, from last year and this year, it adds up that food prices over the two years have gone up about 10%. Is this going to have an impact on, I guess, just what types of food that uh, people are buying? I think in a lot of cases, it you know, one of the concerns is that as dairy products go up, that Consumers may decide to, to move away or, or provide fewer dairy products. And, and so less calcium in an in a infant and child's diet is, you know, those can have lifelong effects. So, so we're certainly hopeful that, that, you know, that doesn't happen, but it certainly may. Dr. Smith, any other uh, takeaways uh, fr- from the report from you? Or? I think one of the, the interesting things that comes out of it is, you know, the opportunity, particularly on the meat side, for consumers to support local farmers. I've, I've talked to you know numerous farmers that said you know they're certainly willing to, to sell meat um, through through a local abattoir to, to people that are interested in. And so you know get together with a family member or some friends and and um, track down a farmer that that's willing to help um, sell some meat locally and and you know. You're supporting a local farmer, and it'll save you some money over over two or three months for sure. That was Dr. Stuart Smith, University of Saskatchewan campus lead, talking to us here today about Canada's food price report for 2022. Over the last few years, farmers have been seeing an increase in herbicide-resistant kochia. One of the presenters during Saskatchewan's recent agronomy research update talked about the seed terminator. With more on that, here's Glenda Lee Allen Vossler. Harvest Weed Seed Terminator Control was originally developed in Australia to battle resistant ryegrass. Josh Laid is originally from Australia, but now lives with his family in the Osler area and over the last four years has been using the seed terminator to battle resistant weeds on the farm. A real critical clinch point here that I really feel that we need to look at is controlling, is at least attempting 
to control the weeds at harvest time because the reality of a weed that is present at harvest time is it, it is the fittest weed of the year. It's gotten through the soil residual herbicides. It's gone through the, the herbicides we may have applied during the season. You know, it's gotten through everything that we've done through that year and now it's present harvest time. And if we just go through with our harvester, clip them off. And if we can't get them in the grain tank, they're just exiting the back of the combine and becoming next year's problem, you know, and I feel that's like a real critical clinch point here to at least try and do something. Here we go, once again, fittest weeds present at harvest time. And another thing I really want people to think about is just what's spreading weeds around their fields. You know, the combines are, are built to spread weeds. You know, if you can't thresh that material out, the, the weed seeds, even the volunteer grains, which we don't want because that's our money. But the reality is, is a, as a grain exits the back of the combine, it's now a weed. It is now there competing with nutrients, moisture, the list goes on, you know, it is now a weed. So the problem that I find with a combine harvester is that if you can't thresh them out and get them in the grain tank, they go through the sieving components where if you can't get it through that top sieve, through the bottom sieve to the grain tank, it goes over the bottom sieve. It now gets another chance to go through the refreshing process and, and get a chance to land back on that top sieve again, which can then exit the combine, right? So you know, that's the thing is that if you can't thresh those weeds out and get them in the grain tank, they do, they can exit the combine right there, not a big spread, but if they go through the return system, there's a chance they can spread up and down the field. So what is the seed terminator? You know, there's, there's the seed terminator is just a multi-stage hammer mill that just bolts right on the back of the combine. You know, there's quite a few manufacturers playing in this space now and it's really getting some, some headway. You've got a, a rotor that's spinning at 3000 RPM and uh, it's got those hammers there that push it through the first screen, hits one of those rotor bars, smashes it through the next screen, and then it hits another rotor bar, then it exits the next screen. And at that point, the seed terminator and most of these mills are proven to kill about 99%. The biggest issue here is you've got to get the weeds in the combine. But even still, if you can get the weeds in the combine, this machine takes care of them from there. He says that after four years, he's starting to see the benefits. Josh Lade talking about using the seed terminator to battle resistant weeds on the farm. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Bossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire report today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network.